Hey, this is Joe Murata from Our Vantage Point, retro wrestling podcast. But now, live from the studios of the Old Bakery, this is the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. And here's your host, Luke Jennings. Wrestling fans and welcome to the studios of the Old Bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling related podcast, Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. I am as always your host, Mr. Luke Jennings, hoping the podcast finds you well as we are in the middle of August. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MemphisCast and to hit that subscribe button on your podcast supply so you never miss an episode of this weekly show and also we have got the new monthly show a couple of weeks ago it hit it hit the airwaves uh memphis continental wrestling cast presents time warp where we covered the 9th of january 1982 edition of world class championship wrestling the poll for september has closed and we will be covering one of four episodes of wcw nitro that will be coming out on the first sunday of september so please do not forget to follow us on twitter and you'll be able to look at the poll there'll be a poll out every month Four shows, possibly pay-per-views, possibly wrestlers, depending on how we feel. Um, This week on the show, we're covering the 1st of August, 1981. Last week, we covered the 18th of July, and like we said, there was was a show on the 25th, but there's no footage of the show from the 25th. I haven't seen any results, but we did keep you abreast of what was happening in the territory. Last week we saw a new champ crowned, we saw discipline handed out, we saw a farce in the family, and we saw all the usual awesomeness from the Memphis Territory. So without further ado, let's head down to ringside and see what Lance and Dave have got for us on this week's episode as we cover the 1st of August 1981. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 66 of Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Please enjoy. Wrestling Dave Brown right along ringside, ready to go with another big week championship wrestling. And by golly, Dave, before we get underway here in our regular one where you tell them about the card and so forth, I got to say that about three weeks ago, a little less than three weeks ago, the wrestling uh, magazines and the newspapers so forth got uh, word of uh, an announcement that I think is uh, extremely significant as far as professional wrestling goes. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you will forgive me, I'm going to step out front here because I want someone else to come in and enjoy me for this particular moment. The word came out that a guy that we have known for quite some time and have admired, as a matter of fact, uh, in the ring and out of the ring, and we have had uh, the pleasure of knowing him uh, very close over the past years, uh, announced his retirement. Right now, I want to bring in the very aggressive and young uh, editor of Championship Wrestling Magazine, who is here for a particular purpose, Jim Cornette. Jim, come on in here. Good to have you with us here today. We get to see you around all the matches everywhere, and it's a delight to have you. In a way, it's a delight to have you here. In another way, it's kind of a... A sad moment. I'm thought. glad to be here, but I know what you mean because one of the uh, one of the greatest wrestlers that has ever appeared in this area is retiring from the sport, and I'm talking about the fabulous Jackie Fargo. Official and announcement was made. Jackie Sennett said he's hanging up, not climbing in the ring. Yeah, and it's a sad occasion. But then again, when we at Championship Wrestling Magazine heard about his retirement, we felt that his career was such a one that it should be honored before he leaves. And uh, we're here today. It, it's hard to explain. The, abil- the ability, the popularity, the charisma that Jackie Fargo has had over the years. And uh, we felt that no wrestler had done more for professional wrestling in the past 10 years than the fabulous Jackie Fargo. And as such, we want to be here today to name him the wrestler of the decade. And right now, I'd like, if I could, to introduce the wrestler of the decade, Mr. Fabulous, the fabulous Jackie Fargo. All right, where is it? There he is. 
<laughs> oh, you son of a gun. How many times have I said it? Thank Often imitated, but never, never duplicated. duplicated. The fabulous Jackie Fargo. This is great to be out here on... This is Channel 5, right? Yeah. <laughs> Championship wrestler, Jack. Last don't I look good. Oh, you look marvelous. <laughs> you got matter it, Valley. Jog five miles a day, get up and go to bed early, you know, two or three in the morning. Uh, don't drink too much, you know, just sort of take it I easy. Gotta, I don't know what you've done, but you look you look great right now. Super safe. All right. You want to feel? <laughs> it's really a pleasure to be here. It really is, uh, you know... What can I say? Hey, let me say it for Where's you. Where's my check for coming over here? Yeah. <laughs> That's the Jackie Fargo I know. Here's a guy that still holds records in the Boston Gardens for attendance up there. All over, as a matter of fact. And I think it's a record that's been written. And, Jackie, it is. It's final. You're hanging them up. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, what the heck? You know, comes a man's life. He's got to move on, pal. You can't stand still. You know, <laughs> I've been wrestling be uh, three years next December. No, I see what it is. Okay, young fella. Jim, you got this official presentation? Yes, Jackie, uh, I'd like to just go ahead right now and present to you at this time this plaque signifying that you are indeed the wrestler of the decade. The fabulous Jackie. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, the superstar. What's going on, baby? Thank you very much. Steve Kern. Dutch Mantel coming out. Hey, you know this guy right here. No, I know him. I know this punk. <laughs> Jackie, all this, you know, all this kind of makes you sound like you're old. Now, we all know that's not true, but I just want to bring you a little present here. Uh, your face is getting so wrinkled, I bought you a bookmark that you could find your mouth with. <laughs> you little lady. Oh, oh. <laughs> Still got a pretty good side headlock, yeah, right? Good people. Hello, Jack. Hey, Lance, you talking about going back a long ways. When I was a little bitty thing, I used to wait just to scare Jackie's bag in. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my I love it. I love it. <laughs> You're going a little too far. Old, old Hippodrome, Jackie. <laughs> I tried to get Al I Green tell you, to come down. my first match, I was sitting on my father's knee getting a haircut when he was next door to me getting a shave there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, is really, this is really nice. This, this is great, you know. Uh, it's just great, Lance. It's, uh, you know, I mean... Jackie, I tell you what, there's nobody in the world that could have possibly deserved it more. You've not only added it in the ring, where if you've uh, not been able to get it done wrestling, you show one to fight in a hurry. And son of a gun, you've also done it outside the ring, where you've made a lot of friends, and the well, folks just love let me, it. Let me say this. When I walk down the street, nobody's going to say, hey, there goes Jackie Fargo, a nice guy. But they're going to say, there goes Jackie Fargo. I've seen him wrestle. For 25 years, that son of a gun put out not 100%, but 110%. That's something I can I, I can truthfully say. Anytime I got in that ring, I always put out everything behind me. Yeah. A and, lifetime has been yeah. yours inside the ring. I, You've been wrestling all your life. All my life. You know, I sweated a many, a gallon of blood and sweat. And, brother, I mean a lot of blood and sweat to become a professional wrestler. And it's the greatest thing that ever happened to me in my life, was being arrested. It's my whole life. I mean, look. Got to be a very difficult moment. Okay, Jack, I'll tell you what. We're not going to stand out here and uh, push it anymore. I just got to say, Jimmy, thanks for bringing out the presentation out here. It could not go to anybody that we absolutely admire and say deserves it well, anymore. Jackie Fargo, wrestler of the decade. Thank you very much, man. Like I said, it's just... Hey, let's take a break now, and we'll be back later. You son of a bitch. So there we've got a love fest. We've got our first official look at Jim Cornette, as he um, is the editor of the Championship Wrestling Magazine program, whatever you call it. And we are there celebrating Jackie Fargo. Jackie Fargo was born June the 26th, 1930. Passed away June the 24th, 2013. Was an Just in case you don't know this, I shall just read off the Wikipedia. Uh, Jackie Fargo was a American professional wrestler. He competed in the Southeastern Regional Promotions in the NWA during the 1950s, 60s and 70s. A mainstay of NWA Mid-America, later the Continental Wrestling Association, which we are watching now. He served as a mentor to Jerry the King Lawler and the fabulous ones who will be Stan Lane and Steve Kern in a year or so. 
among other wrestlers in the Memphis area. He's also known for his blonde hair and the Fargo strut, which was later perfected by Double J Jeff Jarrett. He held 45 tag team titles during his career with his brothers Don Fargo, Sonny Fargo, amongst others. He actually debuted in 1950 and he actually retired in 1984. So this is a retirement, but this is one of those wrestling retirements. He uh, fought in the Korean War and then he came and he they he teamed with his brother Don Fargo they formed the Fabulous Fargos together they won the, the NWA World Tag Team titles in 1958 and dominated the National Wrestling Alliance during the late 50s Jackie and Don's match against Antonio Rocca and Miguel Perez was witnessed by a record breaking 20,125 people at MSG on March the 30th 1957 Upon ceasing his tag team with Don Fargo, Jackie Fargo formed another tag team with his real life brother Sonny, also in the ring as also known as the Ring as a Roughhouse. This team also enjoyed success. Jim Cornette credits Fargo with popularizing wild brawls and the use of tables and chairs in wrestling in the Tennessee area, which he sees as one of the origins of the later hardcore style. He won numerous titles. What titles did he win? So he won the he won the big time wrestling. Tag team titles twice with Don and Sonny. He won the Georgia Championship Wrestling titles with Don. He won the NWA Southern Tag Team titles in the Gulf Coast with Jackie, Joey Fargo and Jack Donovan. He is in the NWA Hall of Fame class of 2013. He won the NWA Chicago Tag Team titles with brother Don. He won the AWA Southern Tag Team titles. He was a three-time NWA Mid-America Heavyweight Champion. He was a five-time NWA Mid-America Tag Team Champion. Twice with Tojo Yamamoto, three times with George Goulas. He is a two-time NWA Six-Man Tag Team Champion with George Goulas and Dennis Hall. He is a five-time NWA Southern Junior Heavyweight Champion. He is a 22-time NWA Southern Tag Team Champion Mid-America version. Uh, with the likes of Don Fargo, Lester Welch, Tex Riley, Len Rossi, Lou Thez, Jerry Jarrett, to name but a few. He is a three-time NWA Mid-America United States Champion, with George Goulas, Don Carson, Jerry Lawler, and he is a 15-time NWA Mid-America Tag Champion, with uh, Don Fargo, Joe Fargo, Robert Fuller, Jerry Jarrett, amongst others. So he has had a, he has had a long and storied career. It's not over. I know it's not over here. He's got another three years until he officially retires. <clears throat> things happen. Um, things happen in a couple of years with the fabulous ones and another tag team that I can't remember. But he basically he comes out um, and kicks some butt again. So uh, yeah, that was a uh, love fest there for for one Jackie Fargo. of the Tennessee division of the Southern Heavyweight Tournament. Now, these tournaments, obviously, as you know, are taking place all over seven, eight states in there to determine people who will be coming to, uh, ultimately, when they make the decision on the date and so forth for the Southern Heavyweight, vacated Southern Heavyweight crown. Uh, all the state winners are going to be going in there. The Tennessee division had some rugged action in there and some surprises, too. Let's take a look at the highlights. There's a whip. And the dream nailed with a right hand. McGraw from the corner covers him up. Count of one, two, three, and that's it. Suplex. Over and down. So we are seeing highlights of the Tennessee version of the uh, AWA Southern Heavyweight Title Tournament that was talked about last week. We've just seen Bugsy McGraw defeat the Dream Machine. We're now seeing Bill Dundee against Mr. Onita. This is from the Mid-South Coliseum. This happened a few weeks ago. We covered this last week. We covered, We talked about this last week when we went through the results. Let's just go back. This happened. When did this happen? When did this happen? Hold on a second. Indiana Toyos. Bill Dundee just beat Mr. Anita. 
Uh, this happened on July the 20th, sorry. Bugsy McGraw was subbing for Chick Donovan. Bill Dundee just beat Mr. Anita as he escapes the ring after Tojo Yamamoto tried to come in to interfere in the match. We're also going to see Masafuchi going against Steve Kern. Masafuchi just had a lovely side suplex there on Steve Kern. So this happened on July the 20th. This show is obviously from the 1st of August. They then, this was the, so then they then held um, on the July the 28th show in Louisville Gardens. They held the Kentucky Southern Title Tournament, which featured basically the same people. Steve Kerr, Masafuchi, Bugsy McGraw, Jerry Lawler, the Phantom Dream Machine, Bill Dundee, Mr. Anita. The next night in... Evansville, Indiana, they held the tournament for the Indiana Southern title. Again, featuring Steve Kerr, Mr. Anita, Bugsy McGraw, Jerry Lawler, Dream Machine, The Phantom, Masafuchi, Bill Dundee. Uh, July the 31st, Tupelo, Mississippi, they held the Mississippi Southern title tournament. Nightmare number two, Ricky Gibson, Robert Gibson, Chick Donovan, Steve Kern, Bugsy McGraw were involved in a tournament. I think that's it for tournaments. Yeah, that's it for tournaments. But Steve Kern uh, in a battle here against Masafuchi. Masafuchi grabs Kern, goes for a slam. Big run and body slam there by Masafuchi. One kick out by Kern. Steve uh, Steve Kern here has been very impressed in the few weeks that we've seen him here in Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Paul Morton. The referee. Obviously, we saw Steve Kern, I think it was last week, beat Ron Bass for the Mid-America title. Masafuchi now chopping away at the back of the head of uh, Steve Kern. Picks him up again. Steve Kern reverses. Beautiful German suplex. One, two, three. Beautiful German suplex. There. That, that won him that Mid-America title last week. I'm guessing we're going to see now Ron Bass versus Jerry Lawler. Oh! Ron Bass being managed by Jimmy Hart. Jerry Lawler in a lovely uh, red singlet. Taking those punches. I think the strap's about to come down. We've seen this a million times from Jerry Lawler. You never get, I set the straps down. You never get you never get tired of it. Boom, right in by Lawler. Boom. Boom. Ron Bass is down. The crowd are loving it. Big right hand by Lawler. Ron Bass is down. Jerry Lawler. Piston like right hands on the head of Ron Bass. Jerry Calhoun, the referee here. Ron Bass is in trouble. Oh, stomped to the face there by Lawler. Crowd absolutely, as you'd imagine, fully behind Jerry here. Lawler picks up Ron Bass. Slams that big boy down. Jerry Lawler going up the second row on the inside. Looking for that patented diving fist. Boom, hits it. Look, Jerry Jimmy Hart is on the on the apron, stopping the referee from making a count. Jerry Lawler has got Jimmy Hart. Ron Bass on from behind. Oh, took out the referee. Jerry Lawler moved. Ron Bass took out the referee. Jimmy Hart is down. Jerry Lawler working over Ron Bass in the corner. Jimmy Hart is in the ring with a crutch. Oh, back of the head. Lawler just absolutely obliterated with that crutch. Ron Bass goes for the count. Jerry Lawler is now calling back in. Jerry, sorry, J Jerry Calhoun. One, two, three. Ron Bass has just beaten Jerry Lawler. We see now Bugsy McGraw. Bugsy McGraw against Bill Dundee. Big elbow dropped by the big man. Bill Dundee went for that second rope crossbody, but Jimmy Hart hit him with the crutch. Bugsy McGraw is in the final. Bugsy McGraw. Here we go now. Ron Bass, Steve Kern now in the second semi-final. Ron Bass just picked up Steve Kern for a power slam, but Steve Kern's legs took out Paul Morton. Jimmy Hart now on the apron. He's got that crutch. He's going to hit Steve Kern. No, Steve Kern ducked. Jimmy Hart just took out his own man. The referee's up. One, two. Three, Steve Kern beats Ron Bass once again. This time with a little added help from Jimmy Hart inadvertently. Just smashed his man in the head with the crutch. Oh, 
Now we're now looking at the final. Bugsy McGraw versus Steve Kern. Steve Kern has gone under the ring, come out the wrong side, just a punch Jimmy out with a big right hand. Back drops Bugsy McGraw now. Bugsy McGraw, the larger man, here against Steve Kern is in trouble. Steve Kern smashes Bugsy into the top turn buckle. Coming in like a house of fire now is Steve Kern. Whips McGraw from corner to corner. This is the final. The winner of this match wins the title of Tennessee and advances into the tournament. But I believe that Steve Kern does win the AWA Southern Heavyweight title from this match, according to Wikipedia. Sunset flip, sunset flip. One, two. Oh, Jimmy Hart just smashed Steve Kern in the face with a crutch. Referee didn't see it, I don't think, but it's right in his face. Steve Kern now attacking Jimmy Hart on the outside. Bugsy McGraw, what's Bugsy McGraw got? Bugsy McGraw got something in his trunks. Goes to attack Steve Kern. Boom! Big right hand. Bugsy McGraw with a cover. One, two, three. Steve Kern is out of this. Bugsy McGraw the winner. Okay, there it is. You saw the Tennessee Division winner, Bugsy McGraw, in there with lots of help from manager Jimmy Hart in there and oh, also baby. something else. Woo! I still want to know what he got out of his trunk. I feel great and I did it for all you people over there, baby. The first family, as long as Jimmy Hart's around, will always be number one. The next Southern Heavyweight Champion, the next World Champion, I give to you, Bugsy McGraw. Look at it. Well, you end up with the official win. There's not a lot of commendation from the people. You want to know what I had in my trunk? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that really might shock you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you a little something right here. Do you know what a frog says right to a fly right before he takes a big bite of him? Uh. He says, I'm hungry. <laughs> and I've been hungry all my life, Jack. I've been so hungry that now I'm going to be the next Southern Heavyweight Champion because the guiding light has put the light on my path and I can see clearly now. Yeah, well, you got it. You got the uh, Southern Heavyweight. I know that you're going to be looking forward to great visions. I know you just love me, don't you? Oh, <laughs> okay, Jim, that's fine. We'll take time out and be back in a moment. So I'm not entirely sure what happened there because according to my book that I've got and according to Wikipedia, they held the AWA Southern Heavyweight Total Tournament on July the 20th, which is what we just saw. Steve Kern won on July the 20th. It's on Wikipedia. You can check. Steve Kern, July the 28th, July the 20th, 1981, CWA show, Memphis, Tennessee, first title, first reign, 27 days, defeated Bugs and McGraw in a title. I cannot see where Bugsy McGraw beat Bill Dundee. It beat Steve Kern. Nowhere. Especially as this is in the Mid South Coliseum. This show is on the first of eight on the first of August, so it's happened before then. Like even if you go to July the thirteenth, Steve Kern's in there with Coco Beware against the Nightmares. Um, Louisville Gardens, Steve Kern is in there with Steve Kern's not even resting. Oh, he's in there, he's, he's tagging with Dutch Mantel, Evansville, two below, July the 18th. No, so July the 20th, Memphis, this is what this book says July the 28th, 1981, Memphis, Tennessee, Mid South Coliseum, Monday, Southern Title Tournament. Bugsy McGraw, subbing for Chick Donovan, defeated Dream Machine. Bill Dundee beat Mr. Anita. Ron Bass subbing for Wayne Ferris, defeated Jerry Lawler. Steve Kern defeated Masafuchi. Steve Kern defeated Ron Bass. Bugsy McGraw defeated Bill Dundee. We saw all that. We then saw, but then the final, Steve Kern beat Bugsy McGraw to win the Southern Title. So, and the, the next night in Louisville Gardens, there's no Steve Kern. Well, Steve Kern's teaming up with Dutch Mantel and Dream Machine against Masafuchi and Anita and Yamamoto. Even on the 27th of July, 1981, Bugsy McGaw's going up against Coco Ware. Steve Kern's teaming with Bill Dundee and Dutch Mantel against Toji Yamamoto, Masafuchi and Mr. So I've got no idea what has happened here. I really don't. And then the 28th, there's a Kentucky Southern style tournament. But Bugsy McGraw. See, now that might be it, because that might be what we just saw then, because Bugsy McGraw beat Steve Kern on July the 28th 
in the Kentucky Toil. But he didn't win. He didn't win nothing. He then lost the final to Bill Dundee. And then the next night in Evansville, Steve Kern defeated Bugsy. So I've got no idea what has happened. No, no, I've got no idea what's happened, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Wikipedia is saying that Wikipedia and my book are saying that Steve Kern beat Bugsy McGraw to win the title. They're then saying that Bugsy McGraw has won. Yes, yeah, so I'm not telling you what's you know as uh, as Mike Mills over at Book Book in the Territory likes to say, everything was airtight, brother. And um, I'm lost for words, really. So, uh, but we have got our first live action coming up in the studios in a second or two. <laughs> into Wave Country's Championship Wrestling in the ring in just a moment. Do want to tell you Tuesday night is going to be a big one. Later on I'll give you the entire card, but I want to emphasize the Dream Machine, that's right, and Bugsy McGraw, Jimmy Hart's boys going against, listen to this, Jerry the King Lawler and handsome Jimmy Vack. Let me tell you something, Valiant, you left the family and you'll pay for it. I want his ear, boys, his ear, $5,000 for the ear with a star. Please, please, for me. Can I hold the mic or would you like to hold hands, Lance? No, You're a very warm hand. I noticed that, Lance. Watch what you say yeah? now. Just a few words here. It doesn't really take much. Anybody can stand up here and talk. But the one thing I saw you do, the one thing you stand here and say, you emphasize, you know, Jerry the King Lawler, handsome Jimmy Valiant. These are names. These are names. These are nouns. These are verbiage that you put on people or that people really put on themselves. Whether they're earned or not makes no difference to you. We have come here, you understand? We have come not to wrestle. We have come not to conquer. We have come not to win. We have come to destroy. So another thing, uh, Dream Machine is now a bad guy. He's got his mask on. If you read the results, he lost his mask against the Nightmares a couple of nights before the show, I think. Um, so that's uh, interesting. He's now back on the bad side. He was a baddie when he came in. Uh, Jimmy Valiant is coming in to Louisville and Memphis um, for a tag match to team with Jerry Lawler to go up against Bugsy McGraw and the, the Dream Machine. Bugsy McGraw, some of you may know if you're long-time fans, he appeared in the WWF or the WWWF. Um, he was, his, his roles have always been like... Um, Crazy, crazy rant, crazy rants, crazy rant, rants, and stuff like that. Um, I've I covered him when I did my one of my previous podcasts. I did I did Hamburg All Stars where I covered old All Star wrestling from WWF. He was in that. I enjoyed him. He's a he's a big he's a very big man, and I enjoyed his work. I enjoyed his promos. I enjoyed his look. Crazed man, beard, big man. Um, he's still with us. He wrestled in places such as Florida. Texas, Jim Crockett, Florida. He is a former. He's a former AWA Midwest Heavyweight Champion. He's a former San Francisco United States Champion. He's a former Florida Brass Knuckles Champion. Former Florida Heavyweight Champion. Former Florida TV Champion. Mid Atlantic Tag Team Champion. He's uh, won many titles in his prestigious career. At this point in 1981, he is 36 born 1945 yeah 36 no yeah 36 and he looks really fucking old um, if you've ever watched him in like late 70s 
Um, so five years previous to this, he was like 30, I guess, or 31, 32. And he looks old as shit. But obviously he's in his um, early 30s. And uh, yeah, Bugsy McGraw, ladies and gentlemen, he's in the territory. He's not in here for long. Um, but he is teaming with a new bad dream machine. Hey, we're just getting this cleared back from the ring. I'll tell you what. Jimmy Hart and Bobby Hop. I thought you had your chance to talk all about Bugsy McGraw and all, all of the other things. Yeah, make it quick. No, let me just say, get your I guys want to talk to you. Well, come on, you give me the microphone. I've got a very, very important announcement to make. Ladies and gentlemen, and I use that word very, very loosely over there looking at all you people. You know, there's been a lot of burden on Jimmy Hart lately. You know, I had a little bad wheel here, but it's getting better. You know, nobody's going to knock a good man down. Isn't that right, Russell? You know that. But let me tell you my special announcement. I've had such a big workload. You know, I've got people coming in from all over the world. You know, I've got Killer Carl Krupp. He's on his way. Austin Idol's on his yeah, way. I know. Joe LaDuke, Jimmy Valiant, Look Terry me. Funk, and all those other guys. Just hurry it up and get the guys in a ring. Well, you're wrong, Buzzard Breath. Not Jimmy Valiant. Let me tell you something right now, and I'm making this an offer. $5,000 to anybody that can bring me Jimmy Valiant here. Oh, He's a traitor. I did everything for that man. I lent him money when he was here in Memphis, fed his family for him. I did everything for Jimmy Valiant. But you see, he didn't come back to the first family. But let me say what I was telling everybody. Everybody's coming to the first family because we're back on top again with Jimmy Hart. So now this is my very special announcement. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to introduce to you now my new assistant. You know, there's a president in the first family, which is me, and now there is a vice president. Super Chick, come here, Chick. Come on out. Come on out, Chick. Chick Donovan, who is also on crutches. Looks the like first family stood by Chick when he was down, baby. Come here, baby. Okay, all right. Enough of the old home week thing here. Chick Donovan is now your vice president. He's my vice president. When do we get somebody in there to wrestle, will you please? Let me tell you, we got a group here right now, the most tenacious, the most modest duo in all of professional wrestling. Wife of Marset Salon, the Heartbreakers. Bring them on, baby. Bring them on. Here they this are. Is, uh, somebody they are you recruited. All right, look at them. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So this is the heartbreaker right here. And this is your newest bond. They're going to be in the your, family, Your baby. vice president came up with a great That's right. Thing. Jimmy Hart stood by this man, man. Look, at he's down. I could kick him out in the street, but I'm not kicking him out anywhere. So he's here. Come on, Jerry. We don't need any trouble out here. Come on, please. We got a match coming up here, and let's just keep it nice and calm. We're going to keep it nice and calm. I just got a couple of things that I want to say. There's not going to be any trouble. I just want to talk for just a second to Hart and his new assistant and his new team and the whole first family. Hart, I got a couple of things I want to say to you. Now, I think you realize that you know, you have to admit, that I put you in this wrestling profession. I put you in this business. I made you my manager. But now, after all the things that's happened, I've said that I'm determined to get you out of this business, and of course you're determined to get me out of it. We've had a lot of things happen. You stole my crown. You put it on Paul Ellering. You deserted me. Well, I came back, and I fractured your jaw, and then you brought in all of these guys to do a number on me, and then I've broken your leg, and there's been a lot of things go down between you and I, Hart, but I want to say this. The most important thing and the main thing that you've done that people just saw on that film a while ago was you have cost me my Southern heavyweight title. Now, I'm out of the tournament, so I'm not, I, I don't have a chance to win back my belt that you and Sullivan Affairs stole from me to begin with. So I just want to make this plain right now. I want you to know, Hart, that from now on, every time that I see you, whether you're in a match that I'm in or whether I see you walking down the street or in a restaurant or in a parking lot or whatever it is, every time that I see you from now on, I am going to beat the hell out of you. And now it's no exception. <laughs> Jerry Lawler now opening up a cannon, whoop ass on the first family. He's knocked down Jimmy Hart. He's now trying to declothe Jimmy Hart. He's knocked down Chick Donovan. He's knocked down the heartthrobs, the heartbreakers. He's now knocked Jimmy Hart across the commentation station. Crowd have gone absolutely bananas. Here comes Bugsy McGraw. He's getting a right hand for his trouble by Jerry Lawler. Bugsy McGraw and Jerry Lawler now brawling in the commentation station booth. Who the hell is this? Some 
Steve Kearns out there building indeed that's Mantell they're all trying to break this feud up Dave and Lance are out of the way the heart breakers are in the ring got no idea who their opponents are but they're there's a whooping happening outside there's a whooping happening inside Jimmy Hart now hobbling away hobbling he had his shirt ripped off Jerry Lawler has got, he's got a crutch in his hand absolute chaos here in and out of the ring the bell has now rung the match has started officially the heartbreakers Joe Cagley and Rocky Satar going up against Ron Price, David Price, Pat Hutchinson are going up against the Heartbreakers. Heartbreakers came out there in robes, looking like uh, Ric Flair. But they're now both in the ring, both wearing black singlets, both with blonde hair. One of them wearing white boots, one of them wearing pink boots. Heartbreaker number one, big slam there on Price. Price, black singlet, black boots. Heartbreaker's now tagged. Pink is in. Knee to the side of the head of Price. Oh, and again. Picks up Price for a suplex. Something else. Jimmy Hart is now out here again. Jerry Lawler now back out there, I think, attacking Jimmy Hart. He's running, he's got hold of Chick Donovan. Big round by Lawler. Lawler's now in the ring. Jimmy Hart is in the ring. Absolute madness here in Memphis, ladies and gentlemen. Buxy McGraw's in the bell, is ringing. Jimmy Hart. Oh, Jerry Lawler just threw Bugsy McGraw head first into the top turnbuckle. The match is over. Lawler attacking Jimmy Hart. Absolute. Steve Kern is in there building D. Dutch Mantel. Bugsy McGraw. This is absolute madness, ladies and gentlemen. Absolute madness here. Holy moly. Jimmy Hart's now gone hopping out of the ring. All leaving the area now. Jesus Christ. Well, this qualification is uh, going to be the outcome of that match, I think. I come to think of it, I don't know what the official is going to be on it. We'll have to get a ruling from the referee. Minute 40 seconds of time on it. Okay, let's uh, take time out. We, uh, we'll have some more action coming up here. And we will be back after these messages. Please enjoy. Hey everybody, this is Mike from Booking the Territory, the unprofessional, classic Southern Wrestling Podcast. And you are listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Well, let me tell you something, brother. You're listening to Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Stick around, brother, and follow the show at Memphis Cast. Follow me at West Runtin Luke J, brother. Follow friends of the show at Mid Atlantic Pod, at OVP Podcast, at Bottom Line Cast, at Extreme Cast, at Booking the Territory, brother. And be sure to hit up some brothers on Patreons. Patreon.com backslash Booking the Territory and Patreon.com backslash OVP Podcast, brother. Like and subscribe to Mid South Television Review with Mike Mills and the great Brian Last. What you gonna do, brother, when Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast runs wild on you? Ooh. Hey, can I ask you a question first of all? Go right ahead. You know the definition of a windjammer? No, I really don't. It's now. the agonizing screams of a trapped turd. Have you heard of the man grace? Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. Do you have a father? <laughs> Mangrade is the perfect gift for this Father's Day. Is he alive? Yeah. Yeah. 100% made in America if he was dead, it would have been a really bad moment in the commercial. <laughs> Your dad's alive? No. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry about your dad. That's fine. Your father's dead. 
Is know. your mom still alive? My mom? Yeah. No, she's dead. Jesus Christ, is any of your relatives fucking alive? It's man grace. <laughs> They're revolutionizing the way people grill. What, Adam Egan? Is it true? You haven't heard of the revolution? You can put chicken on this or steak? That's not that unique. <laughs> it weighs a lot of pounds. <laughs> is that heavy? Again. 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 No more flare-ups. You know, you know, when your barbecue has always been flare-ups? Why are you laughing? You're making a mockery out of the man grade. Chicken steak has never tasted so good. <laughs> <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> again. This commercial is like a mini-series. Now sit back and enjoy the rest of Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Stop match is uh, what happened because there were there were guys uh, on either side of the ring that jumped in there that shouldn't have been there. So stopped after a minute forty. Never a dull moment, boy. Let me tell you what there wasn't anything dull about that bullwhip match between Dutch Mantel and Tojo Yamamoto. Got some highlights. Take a look. Mantel, who in a previous so we are here bull rope bullwhip on a ladder match between Dutch Mantel and Tojo Yamamoto from the uh, Mid South Coliseum. So while this match happens, ladies and gentlemen, just to give you a recap of what's happening elsewhere, not much has happened here, but on the 1st of August 1981, there was a show at the Madison Square, no, sorry, at the Philadelphia Spectrum. 19,500 people saw Dominic Danucci defeat Baron Mikel Cicluna. Angela Mosca won a $10,000 20-man battle royal. Uh, Bulldog Bauer defeated Ron Shaw, Killer Khan defeated Kurt Henning, Pat Patterson defeated Sergeant Slaughter in an alley fight, WWF Intercontinental Champion Don Morocco defeated SD Jones, Andre the Giant defeated the Moondog Rex, Bob Backlund defeated Angela Musker, Tag Team Champion Tony Guerrero defeated George Steele, and Tag Team Champion Rick Martel defeated Moondog Spot. And then on the first, at the end of July, at an AWA taping, for AWA All-Star Wrestling, Hulk Hogan turns babyface. Crusher Jerry Backwell had attacked Brad Reagans, which caused Hulk Hogan to make the save. Hulk Hogan at the time was managed by Johnny Valiant, who sides with Crusher Blackwell. So that's happening elsewhere. Back here, Tojo Yamamoto has got the bull rope, or the bull whip, I should say. Dutch Mantel just knocked him down. Now Dutch has got the old bull whip. A gimmick he would be famous for. Oh! He's now whipping Tojo. The ladder is out of play. Dutch Mantel going to town on Tojo there. Whipping him like a government mule. Jerry Calhoun trying to avoid the whip. Tojo is absolutely getting the shit whipped out of him here. Whew, there was no escape from that whip at all. Dutch has got it in hand again. Oh! He's just throwing salt in the wounds there. He's whipping Tojo. And then putting salt in the wounds. Tojo, uh, yeah, Onita and Fuchi. Onita and Fuchi are coming down to help their manager. But Steve Kern is at ringside and he is fighting off for Fuchi and Onita. Fuchi's now in. Getting the shit whipped out of him. Or Onita is, sorry. Onita is in getting the shit whipped out of him. Dutch is having a whale of a time here, whipping and flying away at Mr. Toji Yamamoto and Mr. Onita. But they've now double teamed him. They're now strangling Dutch Mantel with that bullwhip. Jerry Calhoun calling for the belt to be rung due to disqualification, I guess. Anita and Yamamoto are either end of the bullwhip and they are strangling the life out of Dutch Mantel. Steve Kern is in there trying to break that up, trying to save his friend from choking to being strangled to death. They've still got his, even though Steve Kern is beating away at Onita, Onita's still got that other end of that whip. Tojo got the other end. 
Dutch Mantel is in serious trouble here if someone doesn't come and help him. The crowd are up. Here comes Bill Dundee. Bill Dundee is in. He's kicking off you, Yamamoto and Onita. Dutch Mantel is free. Dutch Mantel is free. He's got the whip. He's got the whip. He is whipping and a whipping away. No one is safe. Holy moly, got him from outside the ring. We're going to see uh, Yamamoto and all of those a little bit later on. We're going to take time out and we'll be back in just a minute. Back to more action right here on Channel 3's Championship Wrestling. Hey, I want to remind you, Thursday, August the 13th, Dale, Indiana. Five big matches coming up there. Also on Tuesday, April the 11th, that's Junction City, Kentucky. So it's August the 11th, Junction City, August the 13th, Dale, Indiana. Big championship wrestling coming that way. Tuesday night, man, oh man. Coco Ware and the Phantom get at it. Roy Rogers and Jim Dalton. The Nightmare is going against Rick and Robert Gibson in a return match. A six-man bullwhip match. It's going to have the whip on top of the pole. It'll be Dundee, Kern, and Mantell. Picture this whole thing now. Anita, Fuji, and Yamamoto. Lots of bodies in one whip, and they're going to be going after it. But that's not all, my friend. Handsome Jimmy Valiant, Jerry the King Lawler. They're together going against the huge team of the Dream Machine and Bugsy McGraw. Boy, that'll be a match worth seeing. You'll be there Tuesday night. back yes hey my golly we sure are well hey we're ready to go and Davey one fall 15 minute time limit 246 pounds from Memphis Tennessee on the left of your screen Buddy Wayne and 232 pounds from Memphis Tennessee the King Jerry Lawler one fall 15 minute time limit match Jerry Calhoun's the referee Buddy Wayne, Red Trunks, Black Boots, going up against Jerry Lawler, Purple Singlet, Black Boots, the bell is rung, both men are circling. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening, once again we'd like to thank you occasionally, or very often we'd like to thank you for your support, please do not forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at MemphisCast, don't forget to find the monthly show, MCWC presents Time Warp. Uh oh, here comes, here comes Bugsy, here comes the Heartthrobs, this match is over. The first family want redemption for what they for what Lawler did to them before. Jimmy Hart and Chick Donovan on the outside. Lawler is fighting both the heartthrobs off. Jerry Lawler punching away, sorting them off like flies. Buddy Wayne has gone. Who's this? The dream machine is in. The dream machine is in. Attacking Jerry Lawler with a weapon of sort. Bugsy McGraw now in dropping elbows. Dream machine dropping elbows. Jerry Lawler is in trouble. Dream Machine. Bugsy McGraw drops an elbow. Dream Machine drops a leg. Elbow. Watch out, it comes. Kern Dundee. Mantell. They're coming at Clear House. I don't think they're going to be able to Clear House. Jimmy Hart's got a crutch. Oh! Jimmy Hart attacking Bill Dundee with a crutch. Steve Kern attacking the Hart Frobs. Bugsy McGraw attacking Bill Dundee. Chick Donovan on a crutch attacking the Mantel. This is absolute chaos again, ladies and gentlemen. This whole episode has just been absolute chaotic. Matches have lasted about 30 seconds. This brawl has lasted all with 33 minutes into the show. And these brawls have gone absolutely ballistic. Jerry Lawler is down and he's hurt. Falling over his elbow drops and leg drops. Mantel, Dundee and Kern checking over on uh, Jerry. Jerry looks hurt. I thought he was going after Hart. But, and he swung and he hit Lawler. And then he came back and really started working him over. Trying to uh, get Jerry McGraw. Joined by the dream machine. You heard it right. I couldn't believe what I was seeing in there. I thought maybe he missed him the first time and just accidentally hit him, but there wasn't anything no, accidental about no that. About it, huh? He just was pounding on him and then joined with McGraw dropping the big elbows on him. The whole first family. Jerry's been uh, carted out on a, not a stretcher, but a make sort of a, a chair. He's been dragged out on a chair. Eddie Marlin, Bill Dundee, Steve Kern, Dutch Mantel, Jerry Calhoun. 
carrying uh, Jerry Lawler out of the arena. But hold on a minute, here comes someone. Here comes, they back out again, the hearts of the first family are back out here. They've just knocked everyone down. Dream Machine wailing away on Jerry Lawler with that weapon that he came in the ring with. Absolute Jesus Christ, this is chaos. Eddie Marlin trying to split everything up, but he's one man and he cannot split up ten men. Oh, Jimmy Hart came in with a flying kick. Bill Dundee's got one of the crutches clearing the area. They're now trying to get Jerry Lawler still out of the arena. Out of the studio, if you will. Holy moly, this has been one of the most chaotic scenes we've ever seen here on Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Jimmy Hart, Dream Machine and Bugsy McGraw celebrating in the ring. Jerry Lawler being carted out on a steel chair. Crowd are going absolutely bananas here. Jimmy Hart, who initially brought in the Dream Machine. Memphis's finest are patrolling the ringside. They were making sure nothing kicks off here. The crowd are going absolutely berserk. What in a Sam Hill is this, Dream? PCB, PCB yeah. taking care of business. Graveyard digging the coffin buying a long time. We've been understanding the time because all the king's horses and all the king's men can't put the king back together again. If you know what I'm talking about, yeah, well, cut all that garbage. You know what, I'm what the Sam Hill you mean? Well, I'm trying to tell you if you'll shut up long enough, so I can tell you. Let me tell you something. Every time it come down the pipe. Every time something took place, title shots, championship matches, it's always Lawler and Dundee. Lawler and Dundee, but this man right here, give me the greatest chance of all to be on top right off the bat against Jerry Lawler. And you know one other thing, this right here, bring it all down to a squeaking halt, if you know what I'm talking about, baby. Because 10,000 people, 10,000 people watching, Said, don't take your mask off, Dream. The only thing that I held with value, my mask. Say, don't take it off, baby. Don't take it off. And then who? Out of all people now, so, so you tell the dream machine who comes out and holds up a towel and says, Oh, it's all right, Dream. Go ahead and take it off. Jerry Lola, shame me one more time. But you know something. <laughs> All the king's horses and all the king's men can't put the king back together again. Because I am that man that walked that barbed wire fence. 32,000 miles barefooted, he still saw case that lighting with bread, picked up the blue bread. Big man, we are yeah. here to stay, brother, not to play. You know what I'm saying, but it's going to yeah, be that graveyard digging a coffin behind a long time we've been. And our family time. get serious, baby. Yeah, That's it. No, because no, we're family, all my okay. brothers and sisters. I'm telling you, Dream. He'll family. get you. Woo! He'll get you for us otherwise. Okay, sit down here. Let's take a break. ready for official action in the ring right now, Dave. It's, uh, well, we're not exactly ready, but we're close to it. Yamamoto out here with Anita and Pucci. And uh, Roy Rogers, who was supposed to go. Yeah, Billy. He ain't got no partner with Dream Machine. You just hang on to this, and he's about to have a partner, Daddy. He's about to have me, because I don't like him. <laughs> Ooh. Well, that's that wiry little Australian uh, Dundee's just got his blue jeans on green machine sure isn't going to be okay Dave I guess uh, do it the official way all right it's going to be uh, Mr. Onita Masafuchi from Japan total of 450 pounds against Roy Rogers from Nashville Bill Dundee from Australia Jerry Calhoun's the referee it's expiration of time so we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that. I didn't press. I pressed the wrong button. So we are here. Exploration of time. Tag team match. Build and D has stepped in. I think it should have been Dream Machine teaming with Roy Rogers, but things have changed. So Build and D is teaming with Roy Rogers against the freshly cut Masafuchi and Mr. Unita. I believe since we've last seen him, they have been shaved bald. Build and D in his street clothes. He's wearing his jeans and his trainers. Masafuchi in a blue and white three-quarter with black boots. Mr. Anita with a red and black three-quarter and white boots. Tojo Yamamoto on the outside, interfering behind the referee's back, attacking Bill Dundee. Bill Dundee came in like a house of fire, attacking the Japanese contingent. 
Tags in Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers, blue trunks, white boots. Oh, Roy Rogers coming in now like a house of fire. Last time we saw him, he had been he was turned in a bit of a jobber, but he is now teaming with Bill Dundee, and he is making a name for himself once again. Double team now by Fucci and Anita. But in comes Dundee with a big right hand, knocks down the referee inadvertently. Inadvertently, so the referee's not called for disqualification. Absolute madness again. This match is a sanctioned match, but it's breaking down. Roy Rogers and Fucci working away on each other. Jerry Calhoun trying to prize Anita and Dundee apart. He's also got to contend with Tojo Yamamoto attacking Bill Dundee. Fucci and I think Fucci and Rogers are the legal men. It's difficult to tell. It's just absolute chaos here this week, ladies and gentlemen. I've never seen anything like it. But this is what Memphis is famous for. Absolute madness. Crowd behind Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers now in there with Onita. But he is getting beaten from pillar to post by the future king of FMW. Oh, great chop to the head by Onita on Rogers. Illegal double tag. No, no tag. Has there been a tag? No, it's just a legal double team there by Fuchi Nunita with a savat kick to Roy Rogers. Tojo very happy to freeze men of what's going on here. Exploration of time match. So there will be, well, there may be more than one fall. Roy Rogers now getting his butt kicked by Unita. Crowd win it all there. Winning him out. What's the word? I can't remember. I can't remember the word is. They're wanting him to get that tag. He's very close to Dundee, but he can't quite reach him. Masafuchi now in. And a big running kick there by Fuchi to the midsection of Roy Rogers. These two gentlemen look very different now. They've had their heads shaved, bald. And Roy Rogers gets the tag. Bill Dundee is in. Bill Dundee is in. Right hand. Right hand. Stinging right hand there. Oh, by the Australian. Knocks down Fuchi. Onita comes in. He gets knocked down. Bill Dundee side headlock on Fuchi. Off the ropes. Shoulder tackle. Both men go down. Both men are down. Joey Calhoun now with the standing 10 count. Both men still down, but Tojo breaks the count. This allows Anita to come in illegally with a big karate chop to the back of the head of Bill Dundee. Oh! Karate chop by Fuchi to the trapezius of Bill Dundee. Picks him up, tags in Anita. Anita comes in, second rub on the inside. Big karate chop to the top of the noggin of Bill Dundee. Goes for the cover. Hwan, Hatu, a kick out by Bill Dundee. Anita picks up Dundee. Oh, rakes the face. Karate chop. Karate chop. Dundee on the ropes. Fuchi. Sorry, Anita. Now drops Dundee, which allows Tojo to attack Dundee from the outside. Tojo's trying to attack him, but Roy just came and stopped that attack. Tag to Fuchi. But Bill Dundee. Oh, Bill Dundee goes for the count. Goes for the cover, sorry, but can't make it. Fuchi is in there. Oh, Fuchi now in. Chops, kicks, anything he can do to put down the fiery Australian whips. Dundee across the ropes. Oh, big right hand to Dundee. Goes for the cover, but Dundee kicks out immediately. Anita now in illegally with a chop. Joey Calhoun puts him out. Anita tags in legally. Oh, chop to the back of Dundee. Picks him up, rakes the face. Fuchi now holding Dundee in the corner, but Anita's beating the crap out of him in the corner there. Punches, chops, rakes, whatever he can do. Oh, rake of the eyes there by Fuchi from the outside. He's now propped him on the second rip, but he has escaped. He's trying to get that tag, but he can't quite make it. He goes for the chop. Oh, Anita went for that chop, but Dundee broke it and hit him with a chop to the throat with his own. 
Bilden, they're trying to get out of town. He needs to get that tag. Whips in Nonita. Sleeper hold, sleeper! He's got his back to the... Oh, Tojo's in with that Singapore cane. Attacks Bill Dundee with that Singapore cane. Jerry Calhoun has called for the bell. Oh, Tojo now working away on Roy Rogers. Here comes Steve Kern. Steve Kern is in there wailing away. Dutch Rantel, the, the good guys are in now. Steve Kern wailing away with that oh, kendo stick. Now fended off Yamamoto. Now fended off Fuchi. The good guys are standing tall here. Bill Dundee and Roy Rogers win the first fall by disqualification due to Tojo Yamamoto coming in with a kendo stick. Wow, hey, I'll tell you one thing for a fact. That Dundee man telling Kern not to put Roy down, but those guys with a little more experience. That's a bad group anyway. Well, you look at it. Out. We got more action. We'll be back to put in a minute. I don't know whether I can stand it. Nights coming, my friend, and with it, action you wouldn't believe in the Louisville Gardens. I uh, don't have time for the entire car, but listen to this. Return match, Rick and Robert Gibson against the Nightmares. You're going to see a six-man bullwhip match where the whip is going to be on top of a pole. Anita, Fuji, and Yamamoto are going to try to go up and get it where they can use it then. But on the other side, Dundee, Kern, and Mantell are going to be trying to stop them from it. And listen to this final match. Bugsy McGraw, the dream machine, huge tag team going against the King Jerry Lawler and his partner is going to be handsome Jimmy Valiant. Jerry, really, when this tape was made, the folks are watching, I did not believe you'd be standing here the way he whipped on you with that tire. Well, that's right, Lance, but I got news for you. I am here, and I'm going to be at Louisville Gardens Tuesday night. And Dream Machine, you and Bugsy McGraw are going to realize that you have made the mistake of your life. You've listened to Hart one time too many. Before I talk to you, Dream and Bugsy, I want to tell you something, Hart. You know, I've already told you what I'm going to do to you, and you better hope I don't see you out on that interstate on the way to Louisville or in that parking lot, because if I do, I'll yank you out of that car and beat your brains out there. But if I have to wait, and if you hobble out to that ringside, I'm going to get you, Hart. Every chance I get, every time I see you, I'm going to put this right upside your head. Now, Dream Machine and McGraw, you're probably wondering, why have I got Valiant as my partner? Valiant. Well, Lance, a lot of people have big reputations, and talk don't mean nothing when I hear about how tough somebody is. The only way I know how tough somebody is is if I've wrestled them. And I know I've wrestled Jimmy Valiant many times, and he's put a lot of beatings on me, so I know just how mean and how tough he can be. And that is the kind of man that I want as my partner, and that's the kind of man I'm going to have as my partner when I get in there against the Dream and Bugsy McGraw. And you're not going to be able to jump me from behind this time, Dream. We're going to be standing and eye to eye and I'm going to convince you that you've made the mistake of your life because I'm going to give you the beating of your life right there Tuesday night. That's a promise, man. Mm, that's in the Louisville Gardens Tuesday night and you'll want to see it. Be there. Not it's up. Uh, I don't know. Some days are diamonds and some days are this way. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'm going to review the action that we had today. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. As Lance and Dave review the action, which isn't going to take long because every match we had uh, was just uh, ended up in a in a in a brawl. So uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to this week's Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Please do not forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Memphis Cast. Keep an eye on Twitter for that poll. September's poll has come and gone, but October's will be out the first week of September. You get to decide what we watch in our monthly non-Memphis. Wrestling Spectacular MCWC presents Time Warp um, Yes, so please do not forget to hit the subscribe button So you never miss an episode of the weekly show And you never miss a monthly special uh, Thank you very much for listening Thank you very much for your continued support Thank you very much to Lance Russell and Dave Brown Thank you very much to the fine folk of Memphis, Tennessee And until... When it's spring again, I'll bring again Tulips from Amsterdam With a heart that's true, I'll give to you Tulips from Amsterdam I can't wait until the day you fill These eager arms of mine Like the windmill keeps on turning 
That's how my heart keeps on yearning For the day I know we can Share these tulips from Amsterdam Like the wind keeps on turning That's how my heart keeps on yearning For the day I know we can Share these tulips from Amsterdam Share these tulips 